Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome to a little mini episode. Um... As I said on Instagram this week, there were there was no Real Housewives of Atlanta, there was no um, Summer House Martha Vineyard, obviously because that's over, but because of the holiday weekend, um, I haven't even watched OC yet. But this is going to be a mini episode. It's going to be a Love Island um, little debrief. I'm going to do it the same way I did it last week, as I will talk about where you all are at in the U.S. Um, Love Island, watching it in the U.S. rather on Hulu. And then at the end, I will put the spoiler alert. And then I will talk about it in present day. And let me just say, I cried. I cried at this Casa recoupling. I don't like, (sighs) fuck. I don't know. First of all, I don't know where the fuck ITV got these lot of people. Menaces to society every single last one of them. But we will get there. We have some topics to cover. So first things first, Kyle and Mauricio, did they announce a split or was the split announced for them? I don't know. I'm so fucking confused and also just like, okay. Um, there have been rumors swirling for a while now, right? And, and I mean, rumors that they're split. I don't really, I have nothing for the rumors that Kyle is into some type of emotional relationship or physical relationship or whatever with this Morgan Wallace person. First of all, I'm very annoyed that the headlines keep saying like, Kyle goes closer to Morgan Wallace as if I'm, as if I'm supposed to know who the fuck that is. Okay. She's a country singer, I guess. I'm, I'm not super familiar with country music, but I, I know country singers. I don't know. Chai told me was like, I've heard a couple of her songs because, um, just around Chai lives in Texas, whatever. So I, I don't have anything for that. What I do find funny is that anybody, let me say this like this, anybody who was team out Denise Richards during that season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills probably shouldn't stand too high on their soapbox about why, Um, it's not cool to possibly out Kyle Richards, right? Because I agree with both, but just saying when some of us tried to explain back when all that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills shit was happening, nobody wanted to hear that. First of all, I stand, I, I will stand and build the biggest building block that they were trying to out Denise in some way, shape or form. It doesn't matter that she hooked up with Brandy. It does not matter. That was not part of the show. No one is required to come and talk about who they're letting in their bedroom. They were not filming at the time, no nothing. So whether or not you think Denise Richards is lying or not, the the issue is not even whether or not she's lying. It's literally the fact that these women, were, most of these women rather, worked very hard on trying to out her. So if you don't have, see a problem with that, but then you see a problem with people potentially outing Kyle Richards, I don't know what to tell you. You got to stop changing the rules just because they're, they don't suit, you know, people you don't, when they don't suit people you don't like. 
Then Mauricio and Kyle, so people posted the article, but then Mauricio and Kyle came out and said that they're not divorcing, but they are split up, very hard year of marriage. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened there because I'm just like, if I was not leaning towards divorce, I would not be talking about separating. That's just me. That's just me. I would not even be entertained. Like I wouldn't even talk about it. If anybody reached out to me for a, um, you know, quote, I would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not true. But yeah, that was, that was earlier this week. Then (laughs) apparently summer house casting is out and I'm confused. How is Sierra a full-time cast member again? So apparently it's Kyle and Amanda, Gabby, Sierra, Paige, Danielle, and then two new guys. And then Kyle and Lindsay are part-time. They come every once in a while. And apparently Corey and Sam are part-time. Now, Corey and Sam, there's rumors that, you know, they didn't want too many couples in the house. I don't, I don't have any, you know, intel there. There's rumors that they don't like too many couples in the house. And then, you know, people are saying that it's possibly because of Corey's problematic, um, problematic social media carrying on. So I'll say that, that they were like, nah, get them out of here. I, d- I don't know. I mean, they're part-time. I don't, I got guys, the stuff that he was liking was not good. Like it, it's more than just a political belief. It was phobic ist isms. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I'm probably done with summer house to be so very honest with everybody. I'm probably done. It was fun. Shout out to everyone. (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. This motherfucker, an idiot. It's like a, like a fucking idiot. Actually, let me put that in a better way. So I'm going to tell you this. When I saw that fucking tweet, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this has to be a joke. I was convinced it was a joke. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Kiki Palmer went to the Usher concert. Um, Kiki Palmer is a celebrity. So therefore she could just be like, hey, Usher, um, I'm about to pull up on you. And she did. Her and her friends did. And then he was like, let's get on stage. And she got on a very, very, very cute Vegasy, like something I would wear in Vegas. She was looking, mama was looking good. Okay. Um, in ev- from every angle. She and the the outfit was like kind of mesh and then it had like an underlay, like a solid black underlay and then it mesh, right? Usher was serenading her her boyfriend, baby father. Quote retweeted it and goes like something along the lines of like you need to cover up you're a mom. I I thought it was a joke. I in my mind, if you are somebody whose name I don't fucking know, you, I don't know what job you have. I don't know what job you have, sir. I know Kiki. I know what jobs, jobs Kiki Palmer has and has had. I've known what jobs Kiki Palmer has had for about a good 25 years now, buddy. Okay. Um, it's giving the baby was crying and he was really irritated by having to take care of his child. And he decided to hop on Twitter something that you are dating Kiki Palmer. The, the father, the mother of your child is Kiki Palmer. It is not me. 
Okay. And even if it was me, and when I say me, I mean like a regular schmegular person, even if it was me, don't, why would, are you serious right now? You got on Twitter to say that you got on, you re, you quote retweeted that and put that on Twitter. You're in, again, can't even describe an idiot isn't strong enough. An idiot is not a strong enough word to describe that motherfucker. You're, you're dumb, stupid, not smart. What? If I were a celebrity, not only would I have media training, everybody around me would get, my my significant other would get media training because I wish that we could give some common sense training, but mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. idiot, okay? First of all, I don't think you should say that in the first place, but what takes place in y'all's phone privately, in y'all's home, on y'all's phone, that ain't got nothing to do with me. The fact that you got on a public platform and shamed the mother of your fucking child. And then he went on to say, like, a generation, we should be... How mature of me. But still, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. I was like, really? Really? Okay. Alrighty. Um, You know... Kiki then put up a carousel of pictures on Twitter or on Instagram to, it was kind of like a, uh, okay. And anyways, then of course he got dragged on Twitter for a long time. People were pretty much saying, uh, I guess people had started to peep his, you know, you should have complied, um, low key, like problematic beliefs. Um, they started to clock them a couple months ago, but then, you know, how the internet works, how it works, it brought it, they brought them back up. And he'd been saying, he'd been saying some wild shit. His brother, if you don't know who his brother is, his brother is Dro from Insecure, a character that I can't stand in the first place. And therefore I just don't like the actor that plays him. Not right on my part, but whatever. Um, His brother was like, t- t- not, I don't want to say trying to defend him. He wasn't like, People were, <laughs> he was catching strays. His brother has a child with, um, I can't remember her name from Insecure. She played the girl that worked at the bank who Lawrence fucked right after him and Issa broke up. Um, she's very pretty, but her, like he has a baby, Dro has a baby with her. And every like once in a while on Twitter, people will come up and like pop back up calling him like a deadbeat and all this stuff, eh, whatever. Um, so... <laughs> He was, and then he has to get on there and defend himself and he acts like it's the worst thing ever. But, um, you know, he was like, oh, don't make me start being mean. Don't make me start being mean. And I just feel like I know what type of men's them two are. And it's just like, kiki, 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 girl, get your man, get your man. And I hate this for you. I really do. Because that was super disrespectful. That, that, the, 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 the levels of disrespect that it was is just astronomical. I hate it for her. I really do. It was funny watching him get dragged though. <laughs> Those are all the topics I have for this week. Um, let's get into this first part of this Love Island um, recap. And it's, again, this is going to be the part that is up to date with the USA people. So watching on Hulu. Okay. On Hulu. Y'all have just seen the Casa Amor send-off. Guys, I'm like so... I wish I was back where y'all were, but then I don't because I know what's coming and it's just heartache all around. Great TV. 
great TV, heartache. I'm, I've, I don't remember the last time I was this upset about a Love Island couple. It just, I didn't see it coming. I'm, mm. however, Scott pulling everybody around the fire pit. And remember this because it will come back. I found it very sexy. I did. Um, I'm not afraid of confrontation. I love to know that, you know, like when she was like, but I could tell, I could tell Catherine's look on her face. And she said, I don't think you should do that. And he was like, well, it's what's happening. I get, they have different love languages. I'm trying not to say too much during this part. I want to cry. Like I want to cry. <laughs> but I have to remember that these people are 23 and they're on a reality TV show, right? They'll both be fine. Um, Ty is playing the biggest game because, but I am, I'm convinced I'm so torn at this point. I am convinced that these people in the villa and I, but just so we're clear when I was where y'all were, I was like full on team Scott and Catherine. I mean, I'm still technically team Scott and Catherine. I just know that there's no more hope, but <laughs> like, I was like, why are they saying this? Why are they saying this? Why are they saying this? But even back when I saw what y'all saw last week, the thing that was, that I was telling for me was the fact that they, everybody kept saying Ella, um, Whitney, all, all these people kept being like, yeah, but once you spend time with them, you'll realize. Once you spend time with them, you'll realize. Once you spend time with them, you'll realize. And so I was like, okay, one thing that I've picked up on is maybe all of these people have not spent enough time with Scott and Catherine. It is clear that Scott and Catherine are off to the side. A lot of the times we did not see a lot of them. I still need to wonder why. Because the girls, like where they are now, and then where they are when they get to Casa Moore, one thing, the only thing that has stayed consistent is that everybody keeps saying that Scott and Catherine aren't compatible. I'm just, I'm just so confused. I'm, I've never been more confused. I was very shocked by how Catherine moved in Casa more, but now that I think about it, I'm kind of not. And uh, when she screamed, get into the fucking car, I was like, okay, I'm so hurt because there's going to be no more Whitney, Sky, and Catherine. My God, my good God. Let's just move into the spoiler section. Okay, we're going to talk about like up to date. You guys. My mouth was ajar. No, ajar means sticking out. My mouth was agape. Why am I trying to use these big words? My mouth was open when I saw how Catherine was behaving in Casa. I was like, what? What? And I'm trying to stick beside her even to this very moment. And I just watched the episode from today. It's hard-ish. It's not super hard because like some of the venom and vim coming for Catherine is like, it's rooted in racism and misogyny. Some of it. Others of it, I think people are forgetting that this is a 23-year-old woman. Okay. And I, I just think that like when I was 23, 
I was not, I wasn't communicating the best. I really wasn't. And I for damn sure wasn't on a reality TV show. <sighs> Scott delivered maybe one of the cutest fucking speeches I have ever seen on Love Island. And I still don't know. I still do not know if like when Catherine came out, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I think, I think that Catherine wanted to have a conversation with Scott and what she was met with, what a lot of the girls were met with was the male ego. The male ego is playing a big part in here. And I'm not saying that there's a lot of egos, but the male ego is one of them playing a big part here. Um, because when Scott or when Catherine came around that quarter with Ellen, she seemed very nervous. And when she saw Scott standing by herself, by, by her, herself, by himself, again, very nervous. And like, sh- I could tell she was like, fuck. However, now that I see that she's like serious about wanting to explore this connection with Ellen, I'm like, okay, like I can't make her go be with Scott. He looked like he was about to fucking cry. Oh my God. However, however, Scott said during his speech, I realized how far, I didn't realize how far along my feelings were until she was gone. They were not closed off, right? So that was one thing that I was like, oh, fuck. Me and Whitney both were like, "Mm." also shout out Whitney. (laughs) Shout out Molly. No, shout out Whitney. (laughs) But I, like, I think when Catherine saw him there, she was like, oh, fuck. By himself, right? And then when Scott was like, I think the comments the other day around the fire pit were aimed at the wrong person. I was like, you should not have said that. You should not have said that. You should not have said that because I knew immediately that that was, I, and I'm not saying that this is the reason I'm not saying this is the reason at all. I just knew once he said that to Catherine without having a conversation with her first, she was going to, nothing was going to be solved. Nothing was going to be solved. It just, the defenses are up. I just saw, and again, I don't think that it's Scott's fault, this whole thing. I don't think this whole thing is Scott's fault. I just think when you start a conversation off making somebody get defense, she's already going to be defensive. Let's say, let's say that. Like you have, and again, I have to realize I'm 10 years older than these people. Well, they're 23. I'm eight years older than these people still. She's already going to be defensive because she does have to defend why the fuck she was coupled up with you. And then she brought this man back, even though they were not closed off. She brought somebody back from Casa. She's already got to defend, to defend that. And now that she sees you standing by yourself, she's already got to defend that. And now you've pretty much accused her of being fake. So, and I knew once she saw him by himself that came out of his mouth, I was like, this is a wrap for them. They're done. I, I was like, yeah, they're, they're done because he like the convert, the, the conversation wasn't there. 
first. I think that had he just been like, this hurts a lot. And obviously we need to have a talk. Maybe it would have been different, but I also think that like, and I don't know how I feel about this. I think that Catherine thought that Scott was going to have the same, um, give her the same grace that she allowed him to get to know Leah and Katie. I think she thought that he was going to give her that same grace. However, comma, I don't, I'm so confused when it comes to these two. I'm so confused because she says her feelings were there. He says his feelings were further along. When I think back, I feel like Scott has fallen so hard. Like, I feel like Scott has fallen so hard for Catherine. And it's a little confused. I'm, I'm not saying because I think she's gorgeous. and But in the grand scheme of things with Scott and Catherine, it's been like two weeks. But then I have to remember they're in an isolated environment. But when I think back on their relationship, like, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I was down bad yesterday when I realized that there was no coming back from this for them. I looked, I went back and I looked at the beginning of their relationship, like when Scott first came into the house. And I wasn't paying attention at first because like, it's whatever. But I think that Scott tried to play it cooler than what it really was in the first place. When he first goes up to her, when he first enters the house, like you can even tell she, she's even shocked. She's like, oh, he's like, Catherine, let's, let's, do you want to go have a chat? And she's like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's go talk. Let's go talk about Dublin. She's like, oh, oh, okay. All right. And he's kind of laying it on thick with her. And like, I, and at first, I don't think I even realized that Catherine wasn't like really checking for him. I don't want to say wasn't checking for him at first, but like, I just like, he was trying to be like, oh yeah, I'm about to start some fires or whatever. And she was like, what fires are you about to start? Like, you know, whatever. Um, then what, there was something else when he, I think, I just, I think, I think Catherine is going with the safe decision with this LM guy, because she made, she makes comment where she says, Elam, there's like a familiar, the familiarity there. I believe Elam is also Nigerian. And I just think that they, obviously there's a connection there because they're both Nigerian, right? They're going to understand things about each other there. I think that that's what people are seeing. They're clicking right away, right away. They're clicking. I think that, and that's something that Scott just simply cannot compete with. I wish that she would have been more honest about that because, and from what I, when I taught, what I've heard, like maybe her Nigerian parents would not be as thr- it's thrilled if she, I don't know Catherine's parents. I just want to say this, but from what I've heard about Nigerian parents, maybe they wouldn't be super happy about her coming home with the Scott. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like with Catherine and Scott, maybe there were some convert from an interracial couple perspective. I think that maybe there were not some convert, there were some conversations that weren't had. That's just what I kept getting. So let's talk about this whole, I pulled you, cause he's like, I pulled you around the fire pit. I pulled you around the fire pit. 
one again, one thing that I noticed, she was like, I don't think you should do that. She did not want him to do that. I don't think that it's a question. I don't, I, I think it's being pinned as you did it for me versus you did it for you. He did it for them. I kept saying, I'm like, Catherine, us. He did it for you both. He did it for you as a partnership. But I have to remember this, a 23-year-old woman who ain't never been in a relationship before. She ain't never been in a relationship before. So I just, I, I see why she cannot see that, right? But I also think that a little bit of it was a pissing contest between Scott and Ty because I think that, I think Ty had been getting on Scott's nerves, just to be very honest. I think he had been annoying the shit out of him. <laughs> and I can only imagine like how much they annoy each other. But it keeps, it. now you're in a position where it's you versus me. And what I see when it comes to Scott and Catherine is that being a married woman myself, when you argue with your significant other, you can't, I think Catherine is a, is arguing from a you versus me place. Scott is arguing from an us place. Oh my heart. Oh my God. Oh fuck. I hate this so much. It it's, it's, I'm taking this one hard. I am taking this one fucking hard. And I think that he, I think once you make some, what, I don't want to say make somebody defensive. Once somebody is that defensive is, she came, the way they came at each other, the night of the recoupling was tough. He's saying he's done. I'm done. It doesn't matter. Have you been kissing him in Casa? Like I'm done. I'm done. I don't think, I don't think that Catherine was as done. I don't think she was done at all, but I think once the comments started coming in and the attitude started and the drama started, I think that's when after that, I don't think Catherine was done until that talk around the, that they had after the recoupling, because he was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not entering a, a, um, love triangle, da, 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 da. I just really think that she thought that he was going to give her the same freedom to explore a different connection. And I do think that Catherine brought Elam in to explore a connection. Do I think she wanted things to be cut off with Ty? No, this is, this is always what I find interesting. And when it comes to Love Island and listen, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I've never been on Love Island. I can only imagine how it feels like when you've been getting to know somebody and then they're like, Oh, I have, I want to explore this connection. I have this connection. I think that because, and I think also because Casa was like away, Scott couldn't see it with Leah and Katie. She could see it. It was right there. It was with Casa. It was away. He did. He can't see it. He can't pinpoint who, what, where, when, why, where thing, where he lost his girl at. Right. So I'm sick. I am just sick because when, when he finally does pull her and he was like, Hey, can we go talk? And she, he's like, I never actually asked you what happened in Casa. She's like, I had an, um, uh, 
a connection. I wanted to explore it. That's it. She's pretty much just telling him like, this is what happened now. Not from a place of like, this is where I see with you and me. This is where I see you and me. This is where you are in my heart. Anything like that. Like they're just speaking completely different languages. Scott explains that like his love language, I don't want to say love language, but he, how he expresses how he feels about people is big gestures, which I fucking love that. I am so uncomfortable because this is a 23 year old boy. I am 30 fucking one years old and married. I love him. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I love him. (laughs) Shit. Fuck. He is so, oh, and I found his fucking brother. I don't know what their parent, I don't know what the fuck their parents got going on. Okay. His brother looks like him. His brother's 35, I think. Looks like him, but with gray hair. Y'all know, if you listen to this podcast, how I fucking feel about a salt and pepper, salt and pepper hair, salt and pepper beard, salt and pepper. Oh my God. Oh my God. Fine as fuck. Um, and you know, but like I said, if Catherine really feels like Elam is the one for her and that's who she wants to be with, it's like, okay, I'm happy for Catherine. I wish that she would have come down a little bit and like not been so fucking defensive. Um, but I think that's, I think that's a, a product of the environment, but I don't know. I've only ever seen Catherine in Love Island. I don't know how she acts out in the real world. Um, I I think it sucks also that people, it is fine to be like, what the fuck is that girl's problem? Right. It's totally fine to be like, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell. But when people start bringing like microaggressive things and racist things to the table about it, that's when I have a problem. I find it interesting with Catherine because she was with Andre and then night one, Zach came in and he chose her and everybody was calling her a fucking milkmaid, milkmaid, milkmaid. She said Andre is usually the type that she goes for. Like, I don't understand that. And then when she went back to Andre after, you know, the whole Zach and Molly thing or whatever, then Scott comes in and Andre gets dumped from the island. And then again, we're back to this milkmaid thing. And it's like, y'all... y'all don't know how this girl moves. I actually don't think she's ever been with a white man. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, but now it just sucks. Okay. And I want to touch on the, you know, people being like, Ellen isn't ugly. Ellen isn't ugly. I'm not going to call anybody's son ugly. And people, people also being like, oh, if she would have traded Scott for another white man, it wouldn't be a problem. I like Scott. I don't like Mitt. Like, like I like Scott. Okay. White, black, anything. Else. I like Scott. I don't know Ellen whether to like him or not. I don't know him. Okay. I think that he was, I don't trust. I never trust any of the Casa people. I never trust any of the Casa people. That's point blank, period. Um. And I think these Casa boys, these Casa boys gave me the ultimate ick. I felt like all of them wanted to be in the house. I'm happy for Whitney, but I'm sleeping with one eye open with Lockin. Like, do not, if you fuck, if you fuck Whitney over, the Queen of England? Whitney is the Queen of England in my mind. That is the Queen of England. If somebody's like, who is the Queen of England? It is Whitney. I don't know her last name yet, but it's Whitney from Love Island season 10. Okay. 
I just think that I could tell that all of those boys wanted to be in the main villa so fucking bad. This season of Love Island is going to go down in the history books. It's so fucking good. And I think that by the time they got in, it was all like, they just all wanted to be there. You know what I mean? They want a piece of the pie. But, you know, the way he was moving, um, people were like, Elam applied pressure. Scott didn't apply pressure. He really did. Scott really did it. I don't, that's a whole, like, that's, if, if you like that, if you, if you don't like that, that's a, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, if you like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, damn. Hate this from my girl. And everybody talking about they're voting her off now. I don't like that shit either, but whatever. I'm I'm out of the voting thing because I don't vote, right? <sighs> Sigh. I hate it I had to end this way. But I'm also very confused because all of the girls sitting there telling Catherine, you're so much better, better suited with Elam. You're so much better suited with Elam. Just being one of those girls. And because she told her in Costa Moore, she was like, "I this is who I see you with. This is who I see you with. And then just turns around and tells Scott tonight, don't give up on her yet. What? At the end of the day, either Scott, I don't know, because I don't think, I don't think Catherine likes big gestures. I don't think she likes big public gestures like that. So I was about to say, Scott either needs to pull out a big one or something's going to happen. Ellen's going to have to give her the ick and she's going to have to be pulling out a big one to Scott. Now I can pray. I can pray all I want to that she pulls out, something happens and she pulls out a big one for Scott, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I cannot see it happening um, right now. Somebody's going to have to come in and Ellen's going to start having to moving funny, but I don't, to be honest with you, I don't even think we have that much time. I don't think we have that much time with uh, Catherine left because the people of the United Kingdom are trying to get her up out of there. I need Sammy to start acting up again. I need that 19 year old to like do something so that people can realize that she, um, her permission slip is expired. Right. And listen, people are like, Oh, Gemma was, uh, 19. Gemma did not read 19. That girl, Amber, she gives me need supervision in here. That's what she gives me. Okay. Um, that's all I have for Scott and Catherine. I'm in mourning. I feel like I'm going through a breakup. I really do. God damn, that boy is fine. Um, Ty and Ella. I don't like struggle love. I do not like struggle love. Ty and Ella struggle. And I want y'all to know, yesterday after the recoupling, I was cursing Ty's name. Cursing his name. Cursing him out. Today, I can't wait for their wedding. This couple takes me on such a fucking ride. Such a fucking ride. They're gonna win if Whitney don't win. Okay. I love them so much. So much. So listen. Ty and Ella were closed off. They were closed off, right? Ella Ella pulled off her big one. And I know I said I wanted her to do it. And I did, I did, no, no, I did want Ella to do it. I really did. But Ella didn't got the backbone to do it. Uh, somebody like me, somebody like me, I would pull that off and <laughs> I'd have been like, okay. It would have been a Dami in India. 
But I really would. I've been like, and what? And even though Ty wasn't sitting there with nobody. <laughs> right? But like, even when Ella was like, I thought he might miss the game. I was like, Ella, you ate. You ate with that, but you need to say it with a little more oomph in your chest and make him fucking feel it. The thing that pisses me off each and every time with Ty is going to be the slut shaming because he did slut shame Ella. Telling her you were never mine, just my turn. Disgusting. Nasty work. Let me let, let me explain something to y'all. When a man automatically reverts to slut shaming, I, I'm never, ever, ever going to have time for it. But especially a man like Tyreek. Tyreek came into this villa and told us that he has slept with over a hundred women, over a hundred women. And you want to slut shame? I understand you're upset. You can be upset. You absolutely can be upset. But to say, to say you were never mine, just my turn. I don't think that you should be talking about turns. Over a hundred women have had their turn with you. Are you kidding me? Over a hundred women have rid, ridden, road, whatever. Grammar doesn't matter here. Over a hundred women have rode the ride that is Tyreek's dick. You want to talk about turns? You want to talk about turns? That's, that's what I mean with Ella. That's what I mean with Ella, 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 Ella. We got to work on your comebacks if you're going to be with this man forever, because I do think that they're going to be together forever. <laughs> what is wrong with me they're gonna be i'm rooting for them honestly i hate this so much i hate i hate how much i'm rooting for them hate it hate it okay oh my god oh my god when tyreek he's at he's acting a fool everyone's like he ain't never gonna love again he's about to just run amok no he's not that Tyreek is not about to. He's about to make Ella jealous with Katie for like maybe the next one or two episodes. And then he's getting back to Ella. I hate that I'm about to say this. I do hate that I'm about to say this. I want to throw up in my mouth. I'm about to say this. I think it is demon time. But since I am a little bit of a demon myself, because Ty is an Aries. I am also, y'all know I'm an Aries too. Sometimes I do understand demon time. There is just no way, no way on God's green earth you would choose somebody else and have me standing up there by myself and then try to come to me crying and say like, I miss you, I miss you, I'm sorry, da, da, da. I would be like, well, you got to stand in that there for a little bit. You gotta, you, you brought him back. You want to, I would, I would literally be like, well, you brought him back and you liked him enough to bring him back. So like explore the connection with them and we'll, we'll see about us later. But for now I'm gonna do me, right? Tyreek finna play that. <laughs> Tyreek finna play that girl. I, I hate it for Ella. I really do. I shouldn't be laughing. I hate it for Ella. I, I wish she would stand in it a little bit more. I feel like all of these people are stressed the fuck out. You can tell the end is near because like they're, they're all stressed. They're, they're all stressed. What have we been? Are we week four? Yeah. We're week four going on week five next week. Five. We got to be in week five. There's no way I can, I can't do four more weeks of this. 
I can't do four more weeks of this. Oh my God. Love Islands are so fucking long. <laughs> but I just, they're, they're going to come back together. Okay. I, I trust it. And I'm not even going to lie. Again, the demon time in me, I do understand him being like, if you want to get back with me, you going to go dump that motherfucker by the morning. I would probably have said the same thing. I'd have been like, if you really feel that bad and you really go, I would have been like, go tell a producer right now. I would literally, I would, I would be like, by the morning, I need to see him packing his bag. I don't even want to, did he, I would be like, did he get a water bottle? Did he get a water bottle with his name on it? Take it from him. I don't, I don't, I'm, no, no, no. <laughs> toxic, toxic. But at the same time, I'm a fan of getting your leg back. Let me, let me tell you something. Because I, like, I was triggered by the slut shaming. When I was 20, I had to be 20, 19, 20, something like that. My, I had a situation ship. I mean, me and this guy, I was, I, I don't know what it was. I, I learned a lot of valuable lessons, but anyways, we, we would hook up. Okay. Not even hang out. We would hook up. But the, the thing that used to play with my mind is like, we were hooking up like multiple fucking times a week and we would talk like not we wouldn't text is so fucking weird please don't i this is so embarrassing we never texted we just like but we spent so much time together at night <laughs> like go like i wouldn't talk to him all fucking day during the day didn't know like wouldn't like check in anything like that but then we would hook up like two one or two at least it, i saw him at least twice a week usually right so he never, he, and he was like, oh, I don't like you, don't like you, like don't like you. He told me one time, uh, I think he might've been drunk. I, I was like, do you even like me? Oh my God, so how embarrassing. And I, I mind you, 20, 19, 20, 21, 22. This went on for years, okay? Don't, we won't get into it. But he was like, of course I like you. So like, blah, blah, blah. And now I see, like, it's just was like this, because we were not compatible. <laughs> we were not. He, and I think he was like, three or four years older than me. I don't fucking know. Anyways, um, I'll never forget. I, I thought that I liked him so much. In my mind, I was convinced that I liked him so much, right? No, I did not. And so one of his, I we all had a friend group. We were all in a friend group. That's another important part of this. He, his friend, we were, some of us were hanging out that one night. He was not a part of the group that was hanging out. Um, Like he wasn't there that night. He goes, uh, <laughs> one of our friends tells me he we got really shit face drunk. He goes, yeah, you know, like he doesn't even like you like that. Like da da. da. One thing, like, and honestly, that this is my friend. This he that's it's his best friend, but he was also my friend. Him and I were really good friends. Um, he was like, yeah, you know, like he pretty much was just like telling me, like Giselle, you know, he does not like you like that. Like he's a fucking player. I was like, okay. Then one thing led to another and like me and that guy ended up hooking up. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I, I like, I was like, oh fuck. But I really didn't think it was that big of a deal because me and homeboy were nothing. So I was like, oh fuck, like whatever. Me and me and my friend, we were like, we're never talking about this again. Okay, cool. Cause we didn't like each other like that. We remained friends um, and just like fell out of touch eventually. But we remained friends, like pretty good friends for the next few years. But 
I'll never forget. I got the text. I got a text and it literally was like, so you really think you can do that to me? And I was like, what? (laughs) And he was like, he just starts going the fuck off on me. He called me everything but a child of God. Right. And I was like, well, you don't even like me. So like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like, I just remember he was like, what did he say? What did he say? Why would you do that? What did he say to like, get you to do that? I want to know. I want to know. And so I was like, well, you just told me that you weren't really into me like that. And he goes, well, guess what? He was fucking right. And I was like, okay, like that's, I, and of course I was in tears, but looking back on that now, like that literally shaped how I felt about things because you can't, you can't treat me like this. And then when I go and fuck off and do whatever the fuck else, you're like, oh, now I'm a hoe. First of all, much like Ty, that guy that I was fucking with, also a whore for the streets, community dick, right? So I was just so triggered when Ty was like, oh, you you weren't, you were never mind, just my turn. Da, da. I think Ty's brother is also pissing me the fuck off because like he is on on the internet, just like, it's like, can you sit down somewhere? Also, <laughs> I'm sorry. When Ty was like, I don't even, I don't want her right now, bro. She scares me. (laughs) He said, Ella scares him. I said, now Ty, please, please. She scares you. Somebody on TikTok had a good point though. They were like, he talking about she scares him. Brother, do you not realize that you've been scaring her since the beginning? I was like, now that points are made. Oh my God, this show, it's too much. My heart is broken, but put back together, but broken again. I, mm-mm. they need to, whatever, whatever they put in this season, 10 out of 10. I don't, I don't even fucking care that Molly's back. I don't care. Whatever. Let her and Zach have it. This shit is entertaining as fuck. That's going to be it for this week. Um, Regular episodes will resume next week. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at whoaskzell. On to, oh, not, no, 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 You're going to get my personal Instagram if you do that. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at who asked me podcast on TikTok at who asked Zell, Zell is S-E-L-L-E. I will talk to y'all next week.